taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC buddies and buddettes, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and I have uh, I have one of the top two or three PPC Rockstars on, on my show today. I bet you can guess who it is. It is none other than the unicorn creator himself, Larry Kim. Hey, David. Thanks for having me back. It's so great to be on again. Ditto. Hey, look, I, I have a little bone to pick, though. It's about these unicorns and donkeys. Yep. Now, I'm starting to feel bad for the donkeys. You know, they're, the donkey Americans have been downtrodden for centuries. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, they're always compared, uh, you know, negatively to these shiny white unicorns. So um, I, I just uh, – I'm encouraging a little sensitivity. That's all. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> it's all. Yeah, we'll have to have some donkey appreciation day then. I there you suppose. go. There you go. <laughs> Drink, drinks on the donkey. Hey, um, you wrote a great blog post recently, which is also a little controversial, and um, the title of it is "What's the most important conversion rate optimization metric?" And uh, in parentheses, hint: it's not conversion rate. So um, this is this is almost heresy. So open it up for us. Sure. Uh, thanks again. And uh, basically, what I was talking about was um, obviously, David. The point of doing all this conversion optimization is to get more sales and more leads, like quality leads, right? Uh, so, so that's a given. Okay. But the question was just like, what are the types of metrics that we can use? Like, like how do you get those more sales and leads? And what's kind of the the best metrics to optimize for in order to get those sales and 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 uh, and leads that are quality? You know, I think most most marketers would, would automatically say things like conversion rate. But um, you know, in my article, I was suggesting that. A different metric might also be uh, very, very interesting to look at, which was uh, click-through rates. And basically, the reason why why I'm advocating to look at the click-through rates is twofold. Okay, firstly, David, the higher your click-through rate, generally speaking, like you know, as long as you're not using like deceptive ad copy techniques, like to trick people into clicking all this stuff, what we we do see on average that the higher your click-through rates on on however you're driving traffic to your landing pages, whether it's like emails or PPC ads or Facebook ads or banner ads, like, like, or even organic traffic, like however you're driving them, the higher the click-through rate, the higher the conversion rate. The reason why this is, uh, is because if you get really, really excited about clicking on something, those same emotions that made you want to click on that you know, email or whatever it was that made you get to the, the site, it kind of gets you worked up and, and excited to also to sign up for, for the product or services that that, that company is offering. Like, so the excitement carries through to, to a purchase. And, and so we've done a lot of research on this, and, when, and we generally find that the higher the click-through rate, the higher the conversion rate. Now, it doesn't happen all the time, but it, it's, it's, it's pretty good, you know, 80% kind of uh, correlation here. So, so that, that was reason one. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, it, it kind of makes a lot of sense, especially when you take into consideration the fact that a well-designed landing page uh, 
mirrors or echoes the promise of the ad. So a, a good uh, click-through rate uh, leading to a good uh, landing page is, is going to show that correlation uh, even more so. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't understand the pushback here. It's like these landing page optimization experts are saying like, oh, you have to have like a, a, a you know, compelling landing page. But like, why wouldn't you want to also make the, the upstream thing as, as compelling as possible as well? You, you know what I mean? And And I think... I think it's just like, I think it's kind of like a weird case of jealousy. It's like they would prefer the focus be on the landing page, okay? Right. right. Uh, you know where I'm, you know, because they're probably like landing page vendors or or, or they're like landing page uh, consultants. You know, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, but I, but I'm saying that wait a minute, like there's actually greater leverage if you go you know, one step higher, like even before you get to the landing page, if you can generate excitement. To, to to get people really energized and jazzed about clicking on this thing, they'll convert at a higher rate, and the cost will be less because you know quality score means like you know double the click through rate, half the cost. You know what I mean? So right. it's like it's like more, better quality for less cost. Right. Uh, so, so so I think that's that's very interesting. The second reason why uh, I advocate like taking a really good look at click through rates as a conversion metric, uh, and and you know generally speaking because the the not rate optimization kind of conversation has really been dominated by like landing page experts, which is just one part of the funnel. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, you, you want, conversion has to be up and down the funnel. It's, it's not just the landing page. Uh, it, it, uh, would you agree? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so, so because 80% of the, the conversion um, conversation in industry is dominated by landing page, uh, like one thing, another reason why I think that we should kind of maybe balance that attention to, to click the rates has to do with bias. Okay, so what am I talking about bias? So say I do an email campaign or a, or a remarketing campaign or, or some kind of a some kind of campaign, and um, you're not really getting a good sense for how good your offer is. It, like say say if I'm doing an email blast, okay. What I'm doing, if I'm measuring the conversion rate for that email blast, it's just saying like of the people who are previously interested in my products and services by opting into my my mailing list, okay, what fraction of that biased biased uh, audience, like people who are familiar with my brand, are going to be interested in this offer? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, sure. So, so whereas click through it on an ad, that's saying like what percentage of the world, like the, the, the entire population is, is interested in my products and services. Uh, so you don't have that bias of kind of confirmation bias where you're, where you're targeting like the people that are familiar with your brand exclusively. Okay. And yep. it's my, and my argument here is that saying like, well, you, you, you kind of need to know, like, like if you have a really, really low click-through rate, but a very high conversion rate, you know, if if you're only looking at the landing page elements, you'll you might delude your think yourself into thinking that you're in a great place, right? Yep. But really, what you're what what's really happening is you've got a really niche offer that's like on, like most of the people who are not interested in it in, in the world, but just the small people are, and of those small people who are, uh, you know, they're they're converting like gangbusters. But you might be better off, actually, you're probably better off in in finding a completely better offer that resonates more with a greater number of people to expand your market. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, and, 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 and basically then when you find that offer, then you do all the, the, the more compelling offer, then you can also do the conventional landing page uh, kind of optimization on page elements like, you know, images and, and videos and all that stuff. But, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that they're mutually exclusive here, but I, yeah. but do you see, do, but do you see how if you go upstream, there's more leverage because like you could actually find an offer that, that, 
could be appealing to one in ten people instead of one in a hundred people. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Hey. Um, so so those, let, let me take a little segue. Uh, have uh, let's talk about expanded text ads for for a second. Uh, have you seen any results from expanded text ads? Are you able to either generalize or or point to some data that says how they have affected click through rate and quality score? Uh, well, not not so much an impact on quality score because quality score is a relative measurement, right? It's, it's it has to do with how you're doing it against the AdWords population in general, and everybody gets this this expanded text ad. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but but basically, if if you if you do use the, the expanded text ad, we're finding you know some are, you know it varies, but eighty percent of the of the advertisers that are using the expanded text ads are seeing higher click through rates. So the, so the the majority of them are not all of them, but the majority are seeing higher click through rates, and on average those gains are around twenty two percent in terms of the click through rates. Gotcha. Hey um, Larry, hold on because we've got a couple of messages from our sponsors and listeners. Please stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with the Larry Kim, CTO of WordStream, talking about the the unappreciated wonders of click-through rate and how it relates to conversion rates and why you should pay close attention to click-through rate when you're doing conversion rate optimization. So we just got through talking about um, the fact that conversion rate reporting is can be biased. So there's another section in the in the article called "You can find out if your offer sucks." What does what does that mean? Well, uh, that's kind of related here. 
you know, David, Wordstream works with like 10,000 customers uh, or over over 10,000 customers. And as a result, I have like the ability to see, you know, literally hundreds of thousands of, of landing pages and offers and, and see kind of like I can do screens on them to see which ones are converting at 30, 40, 50 percent versus which ones are converting at one or two or three percent. Mm-hmm. And, and what I can tell you is that you know what the common denominator of these unicorn offers are like the ones with like the 30 40 50% conversion rates can you guess great click through rate uh, uh, so, uh it's, it's very funny it's it's massive offer differentiation oh uh, okay so like so, so, so say B2B software like whereas everyone else is is offering you know some dumb white paper or something you know and, and and those all have like two or three percent uh, conversion rates, one or two or three percent conversion rates. Like the companies that are doing these weird like calculators and graders and 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 these like massively differentiated offers uh, that 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 provide a tremendous more value and and quicker like immediate mm-hmm. value. Uh, those are the things that have the very very high conversion characteristics of forty fifty percent conversion rates, which is insanely high. All right. right. So my my point was saying like. You, there's a lot of leverage in changing your offer instead of just trying to put lipstick on a pig and like put like better images and better you know copy more persuasive copywriting on on a garbage offer and all this stuff um, you know a low click through rate through to your offer is a good indicator that your offer sucks right mm-hmm. because 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 it means no one's really interested in this thing. And so instead of just spending the next three years of your life trying to like, you know, continuously tweak and tweak and tweak that that pig, uh, the, the like the, the donkey, or well, actually we're going to be more sensitive, that, that underperforming, um, you know, not, that mediocre landing page, why, why not just like come up with a different offer? You know, mm-hmm. like, like you, you've, you've got nothing to lose because – it's not like you could do any worse. You see what I'm saying? Right. So just saying like in my own life, I created this AdWords grader thing. Oh my God, this thing is so exciting. Like, like people, you know, something like 10,000 people use this every month. Okay. And it's because, um, it kind of gives you a lot of information and, 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 and context and, and data about how you're doing in AdWords against your competitors. And basically that's our main offer. And, and I'm suggesting that companies kind of, you know, focus more on click-through rate as a way to determine if we should maybe scrap this offer and go after a completely different offer. You, you know gotcha. what I mean? Like it's like Absolutely. a, like a barometer for, for, uh, you know, how exciting or how boring your offer is. Right. So, um, you know, I I don't think we've discussed on the show how your product affects click through rate. Uh, not not just the grader, but the uh, the software itself. You know, just WordStream. It's just we got this twenty minute PPC work week. It just does a lot of the the stuff that ppc pros do you know like like keyword expansion negative keyword research ad text optimization bit optimization but it kind of just tells you what to do so it's almost like you're you're hiring a you know kind of a ppc professional but instead of a ppc professional it's, it's a robot you know it's it's just kind of analyzing and, and 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 suggesting like what actions to take that that's kind of what we do and uh, and generally speaking that'll that'll help uh things like click-through rates however uh remember that I'm not talking about just adding the word free to a text ad, David. When I say raise your click-through rate, I'm not talking about like just window dressing, okay? Um, I'm saying like think about what 
would be a really compelling offer that would make lots more people click. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was not that wasn't deceptive. Because if if you just say like you know click on this ad, get a free iPad or a free puppy, well then you'll get you'll get a very high click through rate, but but your conversion rate will suffer because that was kind of like deceiving, especially if, if the product isn't free or if you're not really giving away puppies. So so. But, but at the same time, you can imagine that there's many, many different things that a company could offer, offer to entice a prospect to, to, to engage with them. And, and, and uh, that spectrum is, is pretty you know, vast. And, and I'm just suggesting that you truly tr- innovate and come up with better offers. Mm-hmm. So just um, from, from your, your own recollection, your own experience, what are the top three or four uh, methods for improving click-through rate, um, and I'm, I'm, I'll give you the universe. It could be uh, particular extensions. It could be uh, the presence of a call to action. So, what are the top three to four most impactful uh, te- tactics that should be used to improve click-through rate? Uh, the number one by far, and we're talking like that can kind of change your entire business model. Like you can, you know, 10x your business. It's it's offer differentiation, you know? Okay. Like you're used to selling widgets, but really what people want to get is like, you know, widgets and cheese or something, like some other thing, you know? <laughs> like if, if, if you can, like, if you can massively differentiate your the offer that you're having it's so that it's not just like all the other companies in your space, then that by far is like, raise like basically providing more value okay you know now let's move towards the ad themselves one of the big big things has to do with like emotional triggers uh, david so imagine if you're like a breast cancer screening company like a, a basic ad would be like you know come and get your breast cancer screening today to um you know it's kind of that's very factual. It's it's very you know it's basically kind of a blank a basic statement for what what they're doing. Okay, right. but but if I change it to say something like you know only one out of five women with late screening survives. Okay, right. get get screened today. Okay, right. so, so so this is factual. I'm not making this mm-hmm. up. Okay, but that pr- creates a real strong emotional trigger for people to. Like think of the woman who's making the search. She probably like has some reason. Like she she fears that there's something wrong, right? And so this mm-hmm. would really really motivate to, to get it tested right away, as opposed to like a month from now or or, or two months from now. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, and and I, and I don't view it as being deceptive at all because it's it's actually a a, 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 a true fact. Uh, so. Uh, those types of emotional triggers like fear or, or um, you know, laughter, amusement. It doesn't. All, you don't have to scare people into into buying your stuff. You can also like use joy and 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 uh, you know positive emotions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, you know that's a, kind of like a, a, a distant second. Uh, you know, but but really the lever the most leverage is is just like just throwing out the offer and coming up with something more interesting. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So um, what what would you say is number three? You know, uh, now we're we're talking about uh, uh, another massive one has to do with brand awareness. All right, so brand awareness, like it's kind of funny. We're we're direct we're direct response marketers. Uh, so like, you know, this stupid brand advertising. What the heck? What the, what the heck does that? You know, why should we care? Well, you should care, David. It's because people, you know, when presented a choice of like seven seven choices, like on a search result page, people overwhelmingly 
kind of tend to go with the brands that they've heard of before, or, mm-hmm. you know, by like two or three times. Yep. It's not like two or three percent. It's like, you know, 300, 400, 500 percent more likely to click on your listing than the other listings if they've heard of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, so that has to do with like brand affinity and brand awareness. Uh, and so what I'm suggesting then to, to, to create those, that brand affinity and awareness isn't necessarily to create radio ads and television ads, uh, but rather you can smartly use like display ads on GDN and, and the social ads on Facebook to target the demographics, interests, and, and, and um, behaviors of the people who are likely to buy your product you know, and and then maybe hit them with with video ads so that they familiarize themselves with with your your company and what you have to offer, so that when they do search for, for the products and services that you're selling, that they're they'll a they'll do a branded search, okay, and that that'll that'll mean you'll get a thirty percent click through rate rather than a three percent click through rate. You see you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, or they'll do an unbranded search, but they'll be two to three times more likely to pick your result rather than someone else that they're not familiar with. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's coupling like this notion of very targeted display and social ads to, to create brand affinity and, and then following that up with, with, uh, with search when the, when the need arises to buy your products and services gotcha. uh, that, it's 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 so, so all these things that I'm talking about. It's not necessarily conventional ad copywriting, but yet they have a huge impact, indirect impact or, or direct impact on on click rates. Yep. Hey, speaking of audio ads, we've got some messages from our sponsors <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> so great, please stay with me. Great example. <laughs> PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? I'm David Ogletree, president of WME Training. Did you know that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average? At WME Training, we can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. 
And we are back with Larry Kim heading into the home stretch. Larry, Larry, Larry. Now, uh, are you a fan of, of bid automation, automation? Like using um, Google's built-in uh, CPA bidding or return and ad spend bidding? Yeah, so uh, first of all, the companies that Worship tends to work with are – you know, it's not like Priceline, like a not billion dollar company ad spends. You know, they're they're, you know, two, three, five thousand dollar a month kind of spends, and so I think that for these smaller accounts, you know, the flexible bid strategies is is perfectly appropriate uh, to be using. Um, you know, I can't speak for like, you know, if you're some enterprise client, but definitely it seems to get the job done for like the average user. Like, would mm-hmm. you would you would you agree? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just wondering whether you have an opinion about if one wants to optimize for better and better click through rate over time, and is using bid automation, is it even possible to optimize for better and better click through rate? Uh, from a bid perspective, so much of of what I'm talking about is like happens before and after the click. Like I, like I, what I was saying was like you need to have a have better offer to begin with, and and then you need to kind of build up your brand affinity like before people search for stuff. But yes, um, I think that the the these bid optimizers do take click through rates into consideration. You know, like they don't necessarily reveal all the deta- all the details of how these these things work. But I, you know, why wouldn't they take in, take into consideration sure. those types of, types of signals? You know what I mean? It's hard for me to comment on, on that because I don't know exactly how it was built. You know, no one really does. But uh, but you know, they have a lot of data, so you would they expect. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of smart people there. <laughs> hey, what what are you when you are out speaking this summer? What what will you be speaking about? Um, you know, the topics that I'm interested in these days are um, kind of this notion of, of brand versus direct response advertising and how how one impacts the other, kind of like what we were just talking about here. Mm-hmm. And and my, my theory is that PPC marketers we focus too much on the direct response and not enough on the on the brand affinity. So so that's that's kind of one topic. Another one is just you know really tactical Facebook ads, Facebook and Twitter social advertising stuff. I'm I'm sure you've seen some of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A third a third topic that's very interesting has to do with search engine optimization, SEO, like organic search. And 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 this is kind of interesting, David. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but the ranking algorithms of SEO, like organic search, not paid mm-hmm. search, they're they're changing to be be more like quality score in AdWords. So mm-hmm. like. Uh, you know, pre- previously, the, all the organic search rankings were based on the quality and quantity of links pointing to a document on the web. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the future, it's going to be more based on kind of click-through rate. You know, like kind of like quality score. The higher your click-through rate, the better your quality score kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that's like the uh, user engagement signals, basically. And so my interest in that topic is because like I, I don't I don't sell any SEO services. Why, what the heck am I doing talking about like rank rank brain and SEO? Well, the, the reason is because I've been studying quality score for like 15 years, you know, and 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 now it's like wait a minute, they're they're kind of applying these technologies to a different problem space, uh, and, and so uh, or not those technologies, the concepts. Right. Uh, it's 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 not the same you know piece of code, but it's it's kind of the similar ideas. Yep. Uh, so so that's kind of interesting. And basically, uh, David, it, what it means is that SEOs need to think more about metrics that 
pay-per-click marketers tend to focus on like click-through rates, like conversion rates, because what Google is doing is going to they're going to rank organically the pages that people are saying is the most interested, and that you know people are actually finding what they're looking for, kind of like in AdWords. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, where can people see you speak over the past uh, next six months or so? The big ones, it's going to be like SMX, PubCon, and then and, and inbound marketing profs, those kind of things. How about you, David? Um, let's see. I'll be speaking at SMX East, PubCon, and Ungagged. I haven't done that one yet. This is a, a two-day conference in Las Vegas that's supposed to reveal the, the deep, dark secrets of the trade. Uh, yes, uh, that's, uh, that sounds interesting. I'm actually at all three, so I'll I'll, cool. I'll, I'll see you there. Um, oh, great. That's great. Everything else going well? Everything else is going great. I'm re- very happy. Well, I almost hate to do what I have to do right now, which is say that we have to close the show. Aww. But uh, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have you on again. We can resume at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks, Larry. I really appreciate your coming on and looking forward to the next time. Thanks, and uh, may all your click-through rates be high as ever. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And listeners, thanks for hanging with us this uh, week, and come back again for another episode of PPC Rockstars. 